Hey guys, I'm back and I'm okay. We're going to talk all about the coaches and maybe the Ducks should go outside the box on this one. We'll talk about that on this edition of Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day, and thanks for being an everydayer, although we haven't had it every day recently. Um, there's a reason for the absence, and I'll actually get to all that stuff at the end of this podcast. Yeah, it sucks. But, you know, just glad to be back for today. Um, but hopefully I'll be back in my familiar surroundings tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll just play it. Mm, not going to finish that statement. Not going to finish that. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, yeah, I, I've been out for a few days. And just want to get this out right now. I literally only have an hour before I have to get ready and try to muster up the energy to work a Firebirds game today. And, again, I'll talk more about that at the end of this podcast. All right. So, we talked about draft picks last week and I was going to cover this last week but stuff happened so I'm gonna save that for today tomorrow I'm gonna talk a little bit more about coaches some other stuff and also give you a little just kind of major behind the scenes and you know I won't tell you exactly what but it'll be cool all right so let's talk about coaching obviously the Dallas Eakins era is over and it couldn't happen any sooner. As far as the coaching staff, we don't entirely know what the coaching staff is going to look like for the Ducks next season or years after that. Last year kind of felt like a bridge year of sorts because we knew that Eakins was a lame duck. We knew that. And we also knew that the Ducks were probably in a transitional phase which I think they are now going to have to get out of. They're going to have to get better, not fast, but they're going to have to start getting better. And after you finish in last place, there's only one place to go but up. Not often do you see teams finish in last place in back-to-back seasons. But also, there was a bit of bad luck because the Ducks finished in last, got the number two pick, so no Connor Bedard. But you're still going to get a very good pick. So with all this youth coming in, what does that mean as far as coaching? Well, maybe the list thins a little bit, but there's still a lot of good talent and it shouldn't even thin all that much. Yes, I think a couple more coaches want to see what it's like to have a Connor Bedard, but I would think a lot of candidates would be excited to see what Adam Fantilli brings or what Leo Carlson brings. I would think there would be coaches lining up for that. And I'm going to get first to a coach that I do not think is going to be up for the Ducks job, but I think he should be coaching in the NHL, and that is Pascal Vincent. Pascal right now is an associate coach for the Columbus Blue Jackets. I think this would be a good move for Columbus to make him the head coach. For the Blue Jackets. He was the most outstanding coach in the American League back in 2018. He's got a lot of um, credentials as far as, you know, being successful in multiple levels. And he has had success with the youths. He was the Quebec League 
Coach of the Year back in 2008. He is still kind of a riser as far as coaching is concerned. And he's also an extremely intelligent X's and O's kind of guy. But he's also someone that is really hardworking and well-spoken with the youth, which is very important. And if Columbus has that top draft pick, they are going to get one of those guys. And from what I've been hearing, Pascal Vincent is one of the front runners to be the next head coach of the Blue Jackets. So I have him off my list. Now, someone that is on my list that I would love to see coach, and this is where I'm going to go outside the box here, Ryan Orsofsky. Some of you might be asking, really? Yes, absolutely, really. Warsawski is someone that should be familiar to some fan bases. He won two Calder Cups. He last won the Calder Cup mm, last season with the Chicago Wolves. And the reason I'm going to bring him up more is I'm going to have a conversation with a couple of Locked On hosts and one former Locked On host to talk about possible coaches and what they could bring to the table. And Warsawski excites me. Because I saw the job he did in Chicago last season. I actually went to a couple of games in Chicago last season, covered a couple of those games, and got to see just how well-spoken he is. He he is always very cordial with the media. He is also He's also the kind of coach that gets the most out of his players. We saw that last season with the Chicago Wolves. That was a team that was kind of piecewise, like, like they were put together... To do well. I don't know if the intent was to put that team together to necessarily win. But they were put together to compete. And to see the compete level that the Wolves had every single game. And that included beating the Calgary Wranglers. Or sorry, last year the Stockton Heat. They were the Stockton Heat last year. This year Calgary Wranglers. <sighs> but I, I liked him a lot. I liked him a whole lot. So he is on the top of my list. He is currently the associate coach or the assistant coach for the San Jose Sharks. He's still young. He's still in his 30s. And that to me says, hey, you know what? I'm still young, but I'm ready. I'm ready right now. And I kind of liken him to another coach that was in the American Hockey League recently, very recently. And that was John Robleski, who was the coach for the Ontario Reign briefly before taking a personal leave of absence, an extended leave of absence, and then eventually left the Ontario Reign. He didn't come back to coaching for a whole year. So we still don't know what happened, but, you know, something personal happened and, you know, he was out of coaching. You know, that that, that happens. All right. Robleski and Warsawski are... Kind of similar in their coaching styles. They're both hard, like they both get the most out of their players. They're both energy driven. They both like working with the youth, with the young players. And when I saw Robleski take the job for the Ontario Reign, I immediately saw success with the Reign. I immediately saw the difference in that team. And this was back in 2019. Then we jumped to last year with the Chicago Wolves. And I saw just 
how well put together the coaching staff was, I could see the execution in the Chicago Wolves game. It was like night and day, folks. So that's one coach that I would like to see at least get an interview with the Ducks. And honestly, they would be crazy if they do not at least, you know, give him a shot. Give him an interview. Ryan Worsofsky, that's that's probably close to the top of my list. And hey, it's not a current NHL coach. And I'll talk more about that after the first break on the audio side. This is going to be a one-taker, folks. So, you know, we'll get to this on the other side. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Athletic Greens. AG1 is a supplement that tastes good. It is fast. It is easy. I hate taking pills. Just one scoop of AG1 in a cup of water every day. No muss, no fuss. That's it. With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, adaptogens, etc. To start your day right, and it is recommended by amateur athletes like myself. It is recommended by pro athletes. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So, right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Once again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I just mentioned that it's okay if the Ducks go a different route and don't go after an NHL coach. That's what I said. I'm the kind of person, at least, especially now more than ever, now that we've seen what happens with Dallas Eakins, maybe it's okay to not go after a rehash of an NHL coach. Maybe it's okay to not have someone that has been there before and did not succeed. Has the Dallas Eakins era kind of soured me a bit on bringing back former NHL coaches? Yeah, a little bit. I'll admit it It has a, li- a little bit. All right? And I'll admit that I hate seeing some of these same coaches over and over again get rehashed. I'm looking at Tortorella, who just keeps getting jobs over and over and over again. As much as I love Bruce Boudreaux, he has been around a while. There was that excitement at first at Vancouver, but it all quickly fell apart. And unfortunately, some of that does fall on him. Great guy, though. Love love Bruce. But it's time for a change. With this kind of new team that the Ducks have, they're going in an obviously new direction, you know, trying to stray away from the days of GM Bob Murray. Oh, God. Mm. I'm going to shut up right now. Um, gone are the days of Bob Murray. And I could see that GM Pat Verbeek is trying to eliminate any remnants of the Bob Murray era. And you could see that. You could see that with some of the players that are gone. You could see that with some of the players for the goals going Overseas, yes, there's been a lot of change, and I'll get to that later this week. There 
has been some different coaching staff. And you know what? That's fine. That's fine because this Ducks team is going to go in a completely different direction once all the youth come up. Once Olin Zellweger comes up. Once Drew Hellison comes up. Once Lacombe comes up. Once Dreisel gets better. Once Zegris gets health or Zegris improves. And he will improve, by the way. I know I had that horrible, like, kind of like half-hearted, half-joking take about, oh, Zegris is going to regress. Well, you know what? The main reason I said that was because of the coach. The only reason Zegris didn't score, like, 90 points last season or Zegris didn't just completely go off is because of Dallas Eakins. There was a part of me, actually a part of a lot of people, that thought that Dallas Eakins was holding Zegris back. And you could see that the first couple seasons with Zegris on the roster. Like, it really legit felt like Z was getting held back. And I hope whoever the new coach is kind of lets him be a wild stallion. Let's him run wild. Let him loose. And I think whoever the coach is going to be, I'm going to be much more excited that I would say, hey, Z is going to score 100 points. He's finally going to come out. And I truly, I truly believe that. I wouldn't just be BSing if I didn't believe it. That's That was the motivation of why I said that. It wasn't because I don't think Zegris isn't bad. I think Zegris is amazing. I said that because I didn't believe in Dallas Eakins. And, you know, the Ducks rehashed him, didn't have success in Edmonton, and look what happened. And I know there's a list of coaches that, you know, can come back. You know, there's, oh gosh, um, <laughs> Travis Green on that list. Um, sorry, but keep me as far away possible. Like, keep me as far away from Travis Green as possible. We saw how it just ended horribly in Vancouver. He was run out of town. And he did talk about where it just like completely went off the rails. And a lot of that has to fall on Travis Green. He didn't have success. Um, Do the Ducks want to do this again? Do they want to go down that path? where you bring back a coach that unfortunately did not have a whole lot of success and then try it again with a new team? No, we just saw that. Um, How did he do with the Vancouver Canucks? Um, Not that great, below 500. In 314 games, 133, 147, and 34. So below 500. Um, Did we see any playoffs? Well, there was that one run in 2020. That was kind of that weird bubble run that Vancouver had. But that was also a weird year where the path that Vancouver took that season was a weird one. And they barely made the playoffs. Aside from that bubble season, they were awful. The Canucks were Bad, folks. And yeah, you had a couple players step up. You had Pedersen step up. You had JT Miller step up. You had Bo Horvat step up. You also had the shell of Alexander Edler also step up. So, you know, you, you had some guys step up. 
But he also had Jacob Markstrom, who was playing on God level at that point. You know, he was off for a few months. Vancouver had that just weird run. First off, you had that, like, close series against the Minnesota Wild. That one could have gone either way. Minnesota could have easily won that series. Then there was that series against the Blues, where the Blues were heavily favored. Heavily favored in that series. And somehow blew that one. And to be fair, the Canucks did take the Golden Knights to a full seven games before just getting destroyed in Game 7. Aside from that season, aside from that run, Travis Green has not had very much success. A record of... What is it? Let, let, let's see. Coaching record of... Ooh, about 450. Very much not good. I don't want to see that rehashed. I just don't. Another name on that list that I think I want to stay away from on this one is Peter Laviolette. He he was a fine coach and you know, he didn't like get fired, but they just kind of parted ways. You know, nothing too bad there. He did win a Stanley Cup for what it's worth. And he does let his players run loose. Out of all the former NHL coaches, Peter Laviolette's probably the only one that I could see being a good fit for the Ducks, but that's it because he will let his players kind of let loose and give give his players freedom. And that's what you want. You want your players to have a little bit of freedom. So may, maybe he's the one coach that I would say, yeah, yeah, just maybe. All right. I'll talk about a couple of more coaching candidates that are outside the box after this brief intermission. Stay locked in. But first, let's talk about Game Time. The Game Time app is where you can get your last minute tickets at very low costs. And you know what? I've used Game Time several times. I've used it to get like $5 Angels tickets. It's a breeze through the app. No muss, no fuss. It's the place. For last minute ticket deals. I don't have to plan in advance. I, I could be like, okay, uh, what do I want to do tonight? Go to a game? Sure, why not? Okay, let's check out the Angel game. Oh, four bucks. Sweet. So we'll get there. And it's cool. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on NHL for your for your first purchase of $20 off. Once again, terms apply. That's create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. A couple more coaches that I want to get to on this particular podcast. And I talked about Orsovsky, who's my top pick right now. Um, This name I have to mention just because I would like to see him get a shot is Jeff Halpern, who has been the assistant coach for the Tampa Bay Lightning for the last five years. Look at the job he has done at Tampa Bay. Look how well that team has done. Now, I know that the head coach has a lot to do with that, but the assistants... Give so much credit to the assistant coaches to give the Lightning 
three consecutive cup appearances and two Stanley Cups. And he should be at the top of the list for a lot of teams. A lot of teams. This would be his chance. This would absolutely be his chance. The only problem with that is that he is one of the front runners to be the next coach for the Washington Capitals. So if the Capitals act fast and get Halpern, he's off the list. But if they don't act fast, then F yeah. Hey, um, call, call Pat Verbeek. Yes, uh, can, I, can I speak to Jeff Halpern, please? Yeah, we'd like to interview you. Okay, yeah, absolutely give him a shot. But like I said, the main reason he's not at the top of my list is because Washington is very interested. I mean, he is from Maryland, so he's familiar with the area. And that would be a fun, that'd be a fun coaching job. It'd be kind of fun to coach Alexander Ovechkin as he passes Wayne Gretzky on the all-time goals list. That part would be cool. However, does Jeff Halpern want to be around for a retooling of the Washington Capitals? I'm not so sure. Hmm. So maybe, maybe that could steer him away from Washington, a team that is on the downslope versus a team that is on the rise. Maybe. Just maybe. How about this? How about this for a coach? You ready? Spencer Carberry. Now, I have seen his name pop up all of a sudden on a lot of lists for being the next head coach. And he should be at the top of a lot of lists. He's also on that list in Washington. He's currently coaching the Hershey Bears. Or rather, he was coaching the Hershey Bears. And he's now an assistant on the staff for the <laughs> the Maple Leafs. <laughs> I almost said something bad, folks. I didn't. I held off. And he has done a solid job with the Maple Leafs as far as their power play. Look how good they were the last two seasons. Look how good they were actually getting out of the first round. My goodness. Yeah, Carberry should be at the top of the list as well. So those are some names. And I will circle back to coaching either later on this week or next week. But this is a topic that I am going to circle back to. All right, uh, before we wrap up, I just want to give a brief explanation as to why there hasn't been any shows. Uh, Well, first off, aside from not being home, I I took a quick trip. Um, I may have alluded that on the last podcast, I was headed to the airport, took a quick trip. Literally, as soon as I got back, you know, maybe maybe within a couple hours. (laughs) Yeah, um, wound up in the hospital, so, mm, yeah, had, had a little bit of a uh, of, of an injury which will explain the beanie this week by the way <laughs> so you know uh just wanted to be transparent with y'all um yeah i was i was out of commission you know those those things happen i mean i'm i'm fine right now just you know spent some time away from home and need a time to recover and my channel manager was very nice and said like oh like you know what like just you know just take the week off you know i know you'll be back you know just pretty much i was told you know rest up don't worry about it 
come back strong next week. So, yeah. I'd come back stronger if I didn't have Firebirds games all week. So, yeah, that's still going on. I'm going to try to muster up as much energy as possible to do these Firebirds games. And speaking of Firebirds, there will be a little kind of brief thing. Maybe tomorrow I'll do that. So keep your eyes peeled for that. All right. Yep. But yeah, I'm, I'm fine, guys. Like, don't worry. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Just not 100%. I'm, I'm still nowhere near 100% right now. But, you know, got to do what I got to do, right? All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. On the audio side, this will go up right away. On the video side, I don't know how in what order I'm going to upload these, but expect like eight videos in the next two days. Especially on Tuesday, because I'll be home all day Tuesday. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc. You could email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And once again, thank you for your well wishes and thanks for your support. It is so greatly appreciated. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please remember to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And yeah, that's the sirens going off. And Ducks fly together. <laughs>